Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Now, today we're going to be looking at a couple of different things. We're going to be exploring how you set yourself up for an amazing day. We're going to be looking at how to create a morning ritual that really does work for you in terms of setting you up with the right mindset, with the right energy, with the right focus to achieve the goals that you've set for yourself. And then we're going to dive into our next adventure in 52 Adventures to Change Your Life. And this one is going to be involving some wine and some cheese. So please make sure that you stay right to the very end for that one. Now, like last time, this is a two-part episode and this is part one. And the reason that it's two parts is that I would really love you to do some pre-work, to do some thinking about your mornings and to do some analysis essentially as to what is happening for you at the moment as part of your morning routine. Now, you can call it a morning routine, you can call it a morning ritual, you can call it a start-to-the-day system. Whatever you call it, each and every one of us has things that we do every single day in order to get ready, in order to, you know, get into what it is that we need to be doing. Now, if you're like me, if you're a parent, I have, I'm an only parent and I have two girls, eight and nine. And so my mornings is really really balanced between working. So I very often have calls from five o'clock in the morning because I have clients all over the world, students all over the world. So I'll get up early and I have a call. Um, And then the remainder of the morning essentially can be very much focused on getting my girls off to school. So breakfast routine, making sure teeth are brushed, you know, shoelaces are tied, all of those kind of things, and then taking our dog Luna on our walk to go to school. So sometimes for me, my morning routine doesn't really begin effectively until after I come back from the school run. And that's okay. And it's okay whenever your morning routine is going to start is perfectly okay for you, right? You've got to tailor something that's really going to work for you. So if you're not a 5am person or a 4am, and we hear, don't we, about the 4am club and the 5am club, or if you're not an early riser, or if you, you know, your day starts at 10 or 11, then that is when you begin your morning routine. Now, what we want to do, of course, in understanding is what we're doing at the moment is really to ensure that whatever we're doing is the most effective for us, that it sets us up really well to have that great day, to have that amazing day, to be productive or to relax, whatever our intentions for those days are. Now, in order to know what is working 
and maybe what's not working in terms of your morning routine. What I'd like you to do over the next two or three days, ideally three, is to, from the moment you wake up, I want you to make a mental note of how your morning plays out. Now, you can actually write things down uh, as you go or make a note on your phone or whatever you prefer, but I really want you, from the moment you wake up, just to pay attention to what you do, when you do it, how you feel, okay, as you're doing it. And this is kind of like a food diary exercise. So, you know, if ever you've um, gone on any kind of, you know, healthy eating regime, one of the first things people often ask you to do is to write the list of everything you eat in what order throughout the day. Or, you know, if you're working on, you know, emotional flex- flexibility and resilience, it may be that you keep an emotions diary. Well, this really is for you to write down your morning strategy. And this will really help to give you a clear picture of your current morning routine. And it will be the foundation for creating your new morning rituals. Now, some of you may discover that you've got, have the very similar patterns each day. You know, you wake up, you Do you wake up to the alarm? Do you wake up naturally? Do you hit the snooze button? If so, how many times do you hit the snooze button? Um, What I want to know from you is how you actually wake up and how you feel when you wake up. Are you still tired or are you energised? Are you jumping out of bed or are you rolling over and pushing that snooze button until the point of no return where if you don't get get up, there are going to be consequences You'll be late. The children will be late for school. Uh, And then I want you to think about, well, what what actually happens? Do you make coffee? Do you read? Do you do any journaling? Uh, When do you shower? When do you get dressed? When do you eat breakfast? Do you wake the children up? Do they wake you up? Have you walked the dog, et cetera? So I want you to write down the actions that you take and write them in order and start to really notice whether or not there is a pattern that emerges. You know, for some of us, Some days are different. Some days are exactly the same. Our strategy each day for the morning is exactly the same. You may have some later starts some days. I know that I have a later start generally on a Monday. My training calls for the Mindset Coach Certification are typically Tuesday through Friday morning. So they're my earlier starts. Monday is a little bit bit later. Saturdays and Sundays slightly later as well. I might tend to read and have a cup of coffee in bed and do some reading on those mornings. So it is a little bit different. The idea here, of course, is just to really think about what is your process? How do you actually go through each day? What is it that you do? uh, And in what order? Because that will then give us a really clear indication of where you are now. And I really want you then, once you've done sort of around three days worth of analysis for want of a better word but once you've done three days of noting down what you do in the order in which you do them and how you're feeling then I want you to think about well what does a typical day look like so what are the similarities between each of those days are there any differences and I want you really to then write down what's a typical day so on a typical day you wake up and then what happens And I want you to then draw a circle, kind of like a pie chart, and I want you to 
indicate how much time you spend on each of your morning activities. So how much time do you spend showering, getting dressed, meditating, reading, eating breakfast, exercising, getting the children ready, making lunches, etc. So that you'll have a pie chart in front of you, which will really show you the time breakdown of how you actually progress through your morning. And then what you want to be able to do is to then start to think about, well, what do I want to do more of in my mornings? You know, do I want to be doing more meditating or more journaling or more exercising? And what do you want to be doing less of? For example, running around looking for school bags, making sure sports kits available, um, taking the dog out, whatever it is, okay? Ironing, if you iron, I don't anymore. I think the pandemic certainly cured me of that. <laughs> um, but what do you, you know, what do you notice? How do you feel when you look at the pie chart? What is there that you want to do more of each morning? What is there that you want to be able to do less of each day as well? And so as we start to get a bit of analysis and you and you understand what you what's working maybe and what's not working in your morning routine then we'll be really well set up to start to look at the different elements where you can perhaps start to, you know, save time. So go and do that activity. It's very simple, three days worth of noting down how you wake up, the order in which you do things, how you're feeling as you're going through your morning, and then notice what a typical day is for you and where you're spending the majority of your time where you want to spend more time and where you want to spend less time. Because as we know, our time is really precious. And you'll have noticed once you've done this activity that there are many actions that you take to get ready for your day. And what we're going to do is the next step, so in between now and the next call you're going to do these activities, is to really focus on streamlining what you do so that you can free up some time so that when we come to creating that stellar morning routine that's really going to work for you, um, we know that we've got time to be able to do it. So I'm just going to share with you now some time-saving tips for the morning. Some of these you may already do as part of your natural routine, and that's great, but you may get some ideas here as well. So the very first thing is to leave that snooze button alone. If you are someone who wakes up with an alarm, jump out of bed, the minute that goes off, that should be your trigger or your cue in your habit of getting up straight away. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. The next thing is to put a jug of lemon and water by your bed at night so that you're ready when you wake up to be able to have that lemon and water uh, just to really ignite your digestive system very first thing in the morning. Make sure that if you're journaling um, that you have your journal handy, that it's there with a pen by your bed as well. You may also want to have your laptop or your phone handy, depending if one of the things that you do in your morning routine is 
You may create your to-do list. You may look at your calendar for the day. You may um, start posting on social media, for example. Lay out what you're going to wear the night before and do the same for your children as well. Any decisions that you can make in the day before really will help you lessen the burden on your conscious mind and your unconscious mind uh, the next day. So if you can make some of those decisions earlier, um, as in the night before, then that will really help. And also you're not diving around looking for things like PE kit or which often happens in our house. (laughs) You're not diving around looking for things like PE kit. You're actually, you know, ready and you know what you've got to do, what you're going to wear. Uh, Pack lunches after dinner so that you can grab them from the fridge as you leave. Make it really easy. Uh, One of the things I also do for my children is I put a breakfast, like a little mini breakfast buffet out. They will sometimes have their breakfast while I'm on my morning calls. So I like to do that the night before, just pop it all on the dining table, and then they can just sit down when they get up and, and get their breakfast for themselves. Make sure that everything is packed and ready that you need. All the school bags are done. Um, You know, if you're leaving, if you're going somewhere, um, maybe you're not working in your home office or if you're going to the gym, make sure all of that is packed and ready the night before as well. The other thing that I find really helps me to free up my mental capacity um, and my time is to batch cook at weekends and make sure I'm doing meal prep and that I know, you know, if I'm packing lunch for the children, I pack myself a lunch as well. It does save me a lot of time throughout the day, saves me time with making those decisions. I love cooking. um, So often I'll batch cook perhaps a base of something, um, you know, like a stock or something like that. And then I will do some cooking in the week, Um, but if you're someone who really doesn't enjoy cooking and that's not part of your wind-down routine or you're done for the day routine, then actually batch cooking and planning and preparing can be so helpful and so freeing, not just in terms of time but in terms of, as I say, you know, your mental capacity. You don't have to make a decision about what's for dinner. The other thing I like to do is before bed is I write a post-it note of the important things that I need to remember to do um, or take with me the next day. So I like to have little aid memoirs um, and I generally put them on my bedside table or on the bathroom mirror just to remind me that I need to, uh, there's something that I have to do. So if it's a doctor's appointment or if I need to take the dog to the vet or anything like if anyone's coming or whatever, then I just need to, I, I make sure that I have that there for myself. The next thing is that we lose a lot of time or we can lose a lot of time looking for car keys and door keys and sunglasses and our phone. Where's the handbag? So make sure that they're in a spot that's really easy for you to find in the morning on your way out. So I like, for example, to have everything. We have a a bookshelf that's just near the front door. Everything's there. We have the keys on the hook. So it's really easy. No one's scrabbling around looking for things and we can just do, um, you know, leave easily and, you know, without running around trying to find things. The other thing that I love to do as well is make sure that I've got an umbrella, one by the front door and one in the car. Um, And that's at the moment we're having this El Nino effect uh, in Australia and so on the East Coast and so we have a lot of rain. So even just little things like that just take the stress and pressure out of, you know, running around and trying to find that to keep dry. The next thing to do is to think about as well, like streamlining 
any kind of getting ready routine, what can you do that is easy, that's still, you know, you wake up and you feel great, um, but what is easy in terms of any kind of beauty routine, makeup, skincare, et cetera. Now, the other thing is that you can also, if you do do school run, is share the school run. So, for example, I take my two girls and one of our neighbour's children to school in the mornings. We typically walk unless it's raining, in which case I'll drive and we take the dog with us. Um, and then my neighbour brings everyone home in the afternoon. And so, again, that's saving me time and that is freeing up that mental capacity um, that I, you know, so I can focus on other things. So they're just some really simple tips and tools that you can be using from a very practical perspective to streamline the time that you have in the mornings. Because I know that one of the potential blocks to creating a stellar morning routine that's really going to set you up for an amazing day is actually having the time to do it. And so start working on looking on those, at those things from a practical perspective this week. And then next week, we're going to dive more deeply into the elements that are going to make up your morning routine. And I'm going to invite you to try on some different processes. So we'll be looking at things like uh, meditating. We'll be looking at journaling. We'll be looking at some of my uh, favourite law of attraction principles and practices and some stellar mindset principles and practices as well, uh, as well as some organisation and productivity tips for you that you can pick and choose to incorporate into your morning routine. We'll also be exploring things like EFT. We'll be exploring things like exercise as well, um, you know, maybe doing some yoga in the morning. So this week the focus for you is to take action and the action that I'd like you to take is threefold. The first thing is I want you to keep that morning diary. So notice what you do in the morning, how you feel, what you're thinking as you wake up in the morning, and just really map out exactly what happens and the time it takes for you to go through your current morning routine. I then want you to identify from that what is a typical day, what does a typical day look like, and what do you want more time to do, and where maybe do you want to spend less time? And then implement, just pick one or two of those practical tips that I've given you for adding more time to your morning routine and implement those. Let me know how you go. And then so next week we'll come prepared to the session um, for you to be able to start to really pull together the key elements that are going to make your morning the most wonderful, wonderful start to your day whatever you're doing, wherever you're going in that day. And so, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Now, that brings us on to our adventure this week, which is I don't like thinking about drinking in the morning, <laughs> but maybe I have the odd mimosa like on Christmas Day or a glass of champagne, of course, on Christmas Day um, and maybe my birthday as well. But we're moving now to go go from our morning to more of our kind of evening activity. Uh, and it is Adventure 6 from my book, 52 Adventures to Change Your Life. Now, this adventure is all about savouring wine and cheese, or if you don't drink alcohol, um, savouring non-alcoholic wines, beers, or perhaps a luxury cordial. Um, when I was in the UK, we lived near um, beaver cordials, so uh, on the beaver estate. And so I really enjoyed uh, drinking those uh, as a summertime tipple. Now, 
One of my absolute favourite ways to relax is in a luxurious bubble bath with a good book in one hand and a glass of red wine in the other. For me, it's really time to savour the moment. It's where I get to enjoy precious me time. And what happens is when I'm drinking wine in the bath, I don't know if this happens for you or not, but I enjoy the experience of tasting the wine so much more when I'm relaxed and away from the daily distractions of daily life, right? So I don't know, do you find that you come home from work or you finish for the day and you automatically find yourself pouring a glass of wine to have with dinner or while you're cooking, but you don't actually pay attention to the liquid in the glass. You don't actually savour the taste, savour the aroma. You just kind of drink it on autopilot as you wind down for the evening, as you're, you know, as you're cooking and, you know, preparing things. Um, And it's interesting, isn't it, that we can do things so mindlessly often rather than paying them the attention that they really do deserve. So this week, what I want you to do is to try a new wine or a new cordial or a new non-alcoholic wine. And I want you to really savour that experience. And it's really about practising mindfulness. So grab a beautiful glass you know, grab those wine glasses that you save for best, you know, that you save for those special occasions. Get it, enjoy it, enjoy that glass. You know, um, then pour out half a glass of wine, savour it, do nothing else but focus on the sensation of enjoying the wine. How does it smell? How does it taste? What the, what's the bouquet? Um, how does it feel on your palate, on your tongue? And I do want you just to spend that moment enjoying it. And whether, as I say, it's a glass of wine, it might be um, something non-alcoholic, but I really do want you to practice mindfulness when you're enjoying that. Now, the other thing that you could do as well is to host a wine and cheese evening. You may decide that you want to get some friends over and host a um you know, a little gathering. And one of the things that I love to do is to do a call my bluff wine and cheese evening. Now, this is where I get a selection of red wines and white wines. So I might do two whites, two reds, maybe two fizzies, two whites, two reds, Um, and then just one bottle of each. And then what I do is I um, get the tasting notes from the wines and then put each wine in a paper bag so you can't see what wine it is. And then I'll mix up the tasting notes and you give people a taste of the first fizzy. So that could be a champagne or a carver or a prosecco. And then I ask them to really savour the wine, like to taste it and see what they can taste. And they've got, they'll have three descriptions for each one in front of them. Um, And then they need to pick based on the descriptions what it is. And it's just a whole lot of fun. And, again, it injects a bit of that mindfulness into that whole tasting experience. And I often as well pair all of those with cheeses. So go to my favourite cheese shop um, and just pair up the cheeses with the wine. And so, again, it's this real sensory, savoury experience. So that's it for this week. What I want you to do is I want you to think, to write down as well what you've done to complete the adventure, what you learned, what you will stop, start or continue doing, 
and what you're most proud of yourself in completing that adventure. So as I say, all the detailed notes are in uh, 52 Adventures to Change Your Life. It's available on Amazon uh, and it's just a series of different things for you to do, be or have each week, uh, 52 different ideas of things that you can do to change it up, right, to get out of your old routine, to try new things in a really fun way. Okay, so that's it for this week. Please remember to do your work around your morning routine and I'll be back next week with the second part of creating a stellar morning routine that sets you up for success each and every day. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.